Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 57. Before I start today's episode, I want to let you know that my Runner's Mind coaching is still open for enrollment. This is the space for you, runner friend. If you're looking for a community who, like you, knows that she's overrunning for the traditional negative reasons and wants to redefine running for herself and create a better mind-body connection in the process. If this is you, Click the link in show notes and let's chat. All right, let's jump into today's episode. So does your why fire you up? Does your reason for running make you excited? Do you get passionate when you talk to others about why you run? Currently, I'm reading Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. And let me tell you, I'm really enjoying it. It's not a new book. You might have already read it years ago. I don't read a ton of running books. Actually, I reread the same ones because each time I take something new away. So reading Born to Run right now is actually perfect because there are so many things in that book that tie in with some of my other favorite running books, like Let Your Mind Run and She Running. I don't think actually I would have enjoyed Born to Run quite as much if I hadn't read the other two several times, as I mentioned. What really started piquing my interest when I was reading was when McDougal talks about Joe Vigil. This is Dina's coach Vigil, of course. And his pursuit of what makes runners extraordinary runners. Back before he started coaching Dina, Vigil was on a quest to distill the essence of great runners, something America was lacking back then. This is back pre, oh, let's see, in the 90s probably. Vigil already knew it wasn't grit or hunger for winning. It would turn out it was something entirely different. He recognized it when he saw the indigenous Mexican tribe, the Tarahumaras, run the Leadville 100 Ultra Marathon. They did it with such grace and pure joy, despite the race being a grueling 100 miles between 9 and 12,000 feet elevation, 9,000 and 12,000 feet elevation, right? Their genuine love for the sport and the act of running was what made them incredible runners. During her first meet with Coach Vigil, Dina also describes being perplexed when he asked her to to describe her philosophy for running. Her philosophy is what he said. 
And so assuming that he was trying to gauge her hunger, what goal she was aiming for, in the book she replied that she wanted to make the Olympic team. Now she relates in the book that he corrected her, Vihil corrected her and told her that he wanted to understand, quote, the backbone of what makes her operate, the value she bounces her decisions off of, end of quote. Essentially, Vihil was asking Dina for her why for running. Why do you want to run? What makes it important to you? Dina later realized her why was to realize, as she puts it, realize her potential. So let's bring it back to you, runner friend. What's your why for running? Why do you run? Now, connecting to our why or runner's purpose, as I like to call it, or philosophy, as Coach Vigil calls it, has been and still is. One of the key pieces of what we work on inside my runner's mind coaching because being really clear on our why or our purpose does so many things for us. It motivates us when motivation is low. It cuts through excuses because we're clear on our reasons. And it creates belonging because you know why you do what you do. And it makes what you do meaningful. When McDougall talked about how to so many runners running was considered a miserable two-mile experience motivated solely by size six genes, quote, get on the scale, get depressed, get your headphones on, and get it over with, end of quote. It really struck a chord inside of me. And I think you can probably relate or know somebody who fits this description, right? Even if it's an admirable reason to run to lose weight, it's just not inspiring, is it? Because then running is strictly a means to an end, sort of a necessary evil. And so often we accept this being conditioned by a culture that we just have to accept running or exercise as punishment. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. You can come to love it, rain or shine, literally. But it all starts with a genuine why. Understanding why you want to run in the first place. Wanting to fit the genes, whatever the size, is just a surface reason for running. So dig deeper. Dig deeper to uncover why that's so important to you. Is it to gain a sense of belonging somewhere? To fitting in? Is it to feel better? Do your own work on this for it to really resonate instead of just doing a shortcut or picking somebody else's reasons. Or do you run because you want to be a good role model for your kids? Dig deeper. What's behind that? Is it a need for connection? What is it? This is something from 
when you were a kid. It's not about creating judgment for the reasons. It's for clarity for you. As I got clear on this and my why for myself, it changed my relationship with myself. I've become more forgiving and accepting of myself while my goals and accomplishments have grown even bigger, all while having fun. The runners in my runner's mind are describing similar wins, forgiveness and acceptance towards themselves and a capacity to read themselves better. At the same time, they're finding joy in running and all around having more fun. There's an aha moment in Dina's book after she decided to head to Alamosa to train with Coach Vihal, where she discovers her why for running. She realizes how up until then, her feelings had always been at the whim of her talent, quote, an immovable trait out of her control, and she had let it define her, end of quote. When she let go of relying on talent solely, according to Dina, she opened herself up to realizing her potential. All right, that's it, runner friend. I hope you run happy this week, and I hope you give this a try to really connect with your why, if you haven't already. So if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review today. It helps other runners find it, or share it with a runner friend who you think might benefit from it. I'll see you next week. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.